this is why it's so easy to win in sales because most people are out there are amateurs. And if you just put in the extra time, the training, you know, get around people that are doing it at a high level, um, pay them if you have to, to learn from them. And if, if you just do that, you put in the work, you put in the training, you're, you're going to excel because most mm -hmm. people, again, they're, they're amateurs. They're not putting in the work. Um, so it's, it's easy to beat them. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy down at Tranquil Turn Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. Look, my wife and I, we see Tracy and her team every single month for a couple's massage, and it is the best thing. Tracy is a master massage specialist and a Hanu Ashiatsu trainer. You need to reach out to Tracy and her team. Make sure that you tell them that I sent you, and you'll get 25 bucks off your next massage. Also, while you're there, check out CDA Brows, Body, and Ink. Make sure to tell Tracy that I sent you, and you'll save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows and plasma tightening services. <laughs> Rio, you're a husband, you're a father, a serial entrepreneur, you're the founder of Alpha Army, and so much more, man. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I like to kick every show off by going back a bit. Where did you grow up, and, and what was childhood like for you? So I grew up in a small town, Globe, Arizona, copper mining town. Um, at the time, I, I think at the time, probably around 8,000 people, so not a lot. Um, wow. Like I said, copper mining town. Uh, blue collar town, you go to high school, you get out of high school, you go to the mines. Okay. Um, so my, uh, my family actually all still in the mines, um, love wow. them to death. But, uh, you know, I was the only one that was kind of able, able to make it out of that, that one. And, um, you know, I think eventually someday they'll, they'll, uh, they'll get out of it. I'm working on some stuff with them, uh, real estate stuff, but yeah. So globe, Arizona, that's where I started. Um, Come on. That's awesome, man. Well, well I mean, I, that sounds like a town that I grew up in. Either you got married and had babies or you got the hell out of town. And I was one of those guys that got the hell out of town. Uh, for you, what both. was the drive to, to become an entrepreneur? And was there someone that inspired you to go this route then? Um, <clears throat> so I think it's one of those things where it's, um, it, you kind of, in, in other people, you see what you don't have. Um, you know, we didn't have anything. My dad left. I mean, I, I think, yeah, well, while I was still a baby. So wow. just my mom working, my grandma helped out a lot. My mom has always gone working. So, um, from a very young age, I was just kind of running the streets on my own, like literally like five years old. Sounds crazy. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think things were a little bit safer back then, but, totally. um, I had, um, a friend of mine that he was kind of the the one in town, his family had money. They had the house up on the hill uh, type thing. And it was one of those things where every time I went there, it was just like, okay, like my house doesn't look like this. My house doesn't mm -hmm. smell like this even. Like, yeah, even down to the smell, which is crazy. And um, I don't know, I think from a very young age, that kind of affected me. I'm like, I like this way better than, than what I have going on. And yeah. Uh, just, you know, over time, just different uh, things man, like that. There was, a, we, where I'm so from, good, it's kind of uh, a I think, good, what's that? I think it's so good. I mean, it's, I think some people fall into like the, the comparison side of things and they start kind of over, uh, getting, you know, we're just lost in comparison. But like, when you see something that motivates you like that situation, man, I think it can really propel you to where you're at today, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely did. Um, 
it, it just kind of, again, it just showed me kind of, you know, that there's more out there and you can do more. And, um, you know, as I grew up and learned, thankfully coming from the blue collar background, um, it was one of those things where once you go work in the mines and you do that for some years, it's like, everything's easy after that. Um, yeah. Yeah. so coming from that and then, you know, getting into business over the years and, and all that, it's like, yeah, there's, there's hardships all the time. There's things that happen, but is it really that hard? It's, it's, it's really not. And so I'm very thankful for that. I'm, you know, I'm very thankful for the blue collar family that I came from and a hard, mm -hmm. very hardworking family. And, and that's million percent helped me on my journey. Yeah. Oh man. So good. I, I really want to get into this alpha army that you have here. For those who don't know, what is alpha army and what are the things that high achievers in alpha army are doing that others just are not doing? So, so we own three home service based businesses, solar roofing, and then we're licensed public adjusters. Alpha army is basically like the recruiting arm for that. So okay. that's what we use to, to bring in people. So a lot of our, a lot of what we do is door knocking. Um, so we, we recruit teams for that. So in terms of what we do or some of our guys, it, I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to our training, but it's also the programs that we have. So our program is a little bit different than what most like solar or even roofing companies do because we bring in the public adjusting side. And with that, it's, it just makes it so much easier to get into the house to even start a conversation because it's like, hey, we see you have some damage on your roof. Let us help you um, go through your insurance to help you get a, a, a roof, your roof replaced. So with that, it's like, okay, now they know us, like us, and trust us. And then when we come in um, and like, hey, you guys can pick out your roofing colors and all that, um, we upsell the solar. And we do really well at that. And because of that, it's allowed a lot of our guys on our team to, to do really well. I mean, we have some of our top performers um, have done, you know, $50,000 months and, and more in some cases. So, wow. um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's both. It's the training and it's the program that we have that, that's it's, it's just kind of a special combination that, uh, you know, allows a lot of these guys to do some, some really cool things. And from young age, like we have some... Uh, we have one, one kid, he was actually still in high school when he started with us and he came in and within the first like month, he was making more than his, his family makes. Wow. And, uh, you know, for him, low income family, all that, like that was a special thing. And for him mm -hmm. to be able to help out his family and, and do more for his family. Man. So good. You know, on your Instagram, you actually have a link where people can go and apply to, you know, work with you there when you're looking for folks or spark, uh, speaking with folks that are maybe thinking about joining your team there, what is it that you're looking for in them that would kind of pique your interest? For me, and, and maybe my partners would, would see it different, but for me, it's just, it, it comes down to someone who's willing to work. Like everything mm -hmm. else, you know, we can train you, we can do all these things, but, you know, unfortunately we live in a society right now where, you know, a, a lot of people don't want to work anymore. And, yeah. um, so that's really the first thing that always stands out to me. It's like, you know, are, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to get out there and grind um, and learn and, uh, you know, do the extra stuff? And if you are, uh, you know, we'll put our time into you and, and the training and, and we'll make sure that, uh, that you're doing well. Love it. Love it, man. I mean, if someone's looking to get into sales or get better at sales there, 
Can you maybe give like two or three practical tips that you would give them to kind of get on the right path? I mean, literally it, it just comes down to training. Um, mm. I'm, I'm reading a book right now, uh, or I just finished it by Steven Pressfield. It's called uh, turning pro, I believe. Um, <laughs> and it just talks about, you know, there's so many, most people out there, this is why it's so easy to win in sales because most people are out there are amateurs. And if you just put in the extra time, the training, you know, get around people that are doing it at a high level, um, pay them if you have to, to learn from them. And if, if you just do that, you put in the work, you put in the training, you're, you're going to excel because most mm -hmm. people, again, they're, they're amateurs. They're not putting in the work. Um, so it's, it's easy to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the entrepreneur world, sometimes we eat like Kings and sometimes it's top ramen months and, you know, yeah. and, and you might feel a little fear or failure as you're going through it at some point. Like, how do you handle the fear and failure that's part of entrepreneurship? So to, to speak for myself, I, I think it just comes down to, you know, I'm 42 years old. Um, I've had a life, especially, you know, in entrepreneurship, you know, it's been a 20 plus year journey. Um, I've had a life just full of resistance, just full mm -hmm. of things coming at me. And now at this point, you know, I have a lot of young guys that work for me, even uh, one of the partners, he's, he's uh, 23 years old and I'll see, um, you know, something will happen, whatever, just resistance, a challenge pops up inevitably. And, uh, you know, I just see him struggling so much with it. And I'm just sitting mm -hmm. there like, dude, this is, this is nothing. Like I've seen this before. And so to me, it's, it's really that it's the resistance over time creates that resilience. And when you have that, it's just like, you know, there's very few things that can come at me anymore that I'm just like, it, they don't phase me, you know, yeah. whereas some people <clears throat> who aren't maybe used to that, it's just like the world is ending. So yeah, I think that resistance creates the resilience over time and um, you just get used to it. So good. So good, man. Uh, I mean, you and I, we've both been guests on Brad Lee's podcast before. And one of the things that he mentioned to me when I was down there with him was he said, relationships are the new currency. Well, like, what are your thoughts on that? And how important is it to really be nurturing relationships? It's, it's everything for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you uh, looked at my Instagram. It's, yeah. uh, you know, the first thing is, is relationship architect. So yep. I learned that from uh, about six years ago, uh, yeah, about six years ago, maybe a little bit more. I had just gone through a, a tough time. I had a partnership with, uh, with my father-in-law and it, it didn't work out so well. And through that, you know, thankfully I didn't lose my house or anything, but to be safe, to do all that, we had to sell the house. So we had to mm -hmm. sell it very fast. And in that, uh, transition ended up moving in with my parents. It was supposed to be, you know, like two months. It, it ended up turning into a, a year and, you know, I'm, I'm married. I have kids, all that. It was, it was a very tough time. Um, but at the time I'm just like, I knew I needed some more time to, to be there and to go through that and to learn some, th some new things that I need to do. Um, to grow. I'm sitting here talking, dude. I completely forgot the question. I apologize. 
No, you're good, man. I, I was just saying, you know, when I was talking with Bradley, he said relationships are the new currency. So I'm just That's curious, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And like, how do people nurture relationships? You're, you're the relationship architect, man. And which I love that title of you, by the way. My, man, yeah, awesome. my apologies, dude. I'm sitting here just thinking about what I'm saying and I'm, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But Oh, it is so um, good, man. I love this conversation, man. Thank you. Yeah, dude. So in that transition, again, I, you know, blue collar family, I came up, it was you do everything yourself. Like you just figured out, you do everything yourself. And, you know, in obviously into my thirties, that's kind of just how I thought. And when this, you know, hard time in my life happened, it was kind of one of those things where finally I'm like, like I, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. I need help. And that was hard for me because by nature, if you can't tell already, like I'm an introverted person, um, you know, this, even doing this stuff is, is hard for me. I'm getting used to it. Um, but it was through that, that there was a, a local event here in Arizona and there was a guy by the name of John Malott. I don't know if you know him, uh, yep. good friend, mentor of mine. And, uh, during that time he had some, some events going on. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. There was a couple of them that happened. And, and finally it was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to him. Uh, I'm going to see if I, you know, Hey, can we go to lunch and, and whatever, you know, I've never done anything like that. And, uh, he said, yes. And that was at the time when I started learning the power of relationships. I started learning like just how the world works, especially this entrepreneurship world, especially in the like Instagram, Instagram space. And I just slowly like started building a relationship, started you know, letting him know I'm going to show up because, you know, he's got a ton of people that show that are just, Hey, I want to do something with you. I want to do this. And then they never do nothing, never take action. So I was always a guy that took action and, um, I just let him know, Hey, I'm going to show up. I was there. If I said I was going to do something, I was going to do it. And I, he, you know, randomly called me up one day and was just like, Hey, Rio, I want to start this program. I need your help. And we created a partnership right there. That partnership lasted about a year. And, uh, it was empire builders, uh, mentorship program at, yeah. at its highest. We had like 800 people in there. Um, it was wow. a, it's a great program. We had a lot of fun. Um, but the long story of, of, of what I'm getting at here is like, that's when I learned the power of relationships mm-hmm. and I took that and it's like, you, look, you, you only got to tell me something once. And if I see it works, I'm all in. And now, and you know, you could ask any of, any of my guys here, it's just like, that is literally my day to day. Every single day is building relationships with people, um, mm-hmm. nurturing those relationships, letting them, you know, adding value to them and, you know, getting value back as well. And it, so to me, and, and even to Brad, you know, like, I'm not going to sit here and say we're, we're best friends, but you know, we, we text back and forth here and there. And it's one of those things where it's like in the right time when there's going to be something that comes up when you have these relationships that it's like, okay, let's, Hey, I got this opportunity. Let's build a business together. And that's Mm -hmm. happened to me multiple times. You know, like I said, with John, I've had a partnership with him. Um, and we have some big things in the works that I can't necessarily talk about yet, but you know, some mergers and things that that we're working on, um, with some big players like that. And it never would have happened. Um, if, if I didn't believe in the power of, you know, the relationship and, and building those relationships and, you know, and, and it, but it also goes back to a lot of people just think like, 
I, you know, I can get something from this guy uh, or he's got a big audience and I, I want it or whatever. He could do something for me. And it's like, they just want to go into that and they just want to knock you over the head with a cell and Hey, let's do this. Right. Let's do this. Um, my way is, is definitely the longer route, but I think it's the mm -hmm. more powerful route. And it's just like, no, I, look, I just want to add value to you. How can I help you? What can we do? Um, you know, where, where that value is, you see the value enough to be like, look, if he's, if, the free thing that he's offering me here is worth money, then there's definitely more value there that we can get and potentially build a business together or something like that. That's huge, man. I, I, relationship building and nurturing those is absolutely key, man. You made the choice to reach out to him, which turned into a partnership, man. And it's all about those choices that you make. I think podcasting for me, I've been doing it since 2017 and the relationships that have come out of having people on my podcast from Ed Milet to Brad Lee to, you know, Bedros Koulian and, and Sean yeah. Whalen, all these guys that have been on the show. Like I still continue to reach out to these guys two, two and a half years later, every yeah. three, four months just checking in and, and not even checking in, just saying, Hey man, I just want to encourage you to do some that you're doing awesome. And, and I never asked for anything. I just want to yeah. bring value to them. Like you said, man, and, um, at, know at some point they might be up in my area and they might say, man, Eric lives in Coeur d'Alene. He calls me every couple months. I want to go out and grab a burger with him. Right. Um, exactly. All about nurturing those relationships. It's huge, man. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, real quick too, I, I didn't yeah. even mention it, but like I'm, I'm new to this podcasting stuff. Um, yeah. But I use that every day as, as a way to build those relationships. Cause it's like, okay, totally. I don't know anybody. Most of the time, you know, if you can reach out to some, not all the time. I mean, if they're, if these guys are way above you, they're not necessarily like wanting to do a podcast. That's not getting a lot of views yet, but sometimes they are. Um, but look, I, I use that to build relationships, um, in hopes that, yeah, something else comes out of that. Like we, you know, we, we've been bringing on some real estate people because it's like, look, we're home. We own home service businesses. You know, there's some value, I think, in referrals back and forth that we can help each other with. And, uh, you know, we can all make, more money together. So yeah, the podcasting is new to me, but I, I absolutely love it for building relationships. It, it is massive. I mean, most people that, you know, like John Gordon, you know, they, they probably wouldn't give me the time of the day if I just walked up to him and said, Hey, give me 30 minutes of your time. Right. But if I'm reaching out and saying, I want to help you promote your show, promote your book, promote your course. They're like, heck yeah, it's free marketing for me. And then yep. it turns into this awesome relationship from there. Uh, and, and podcasts, I mean, this is almost 500 episodes in for me between two wow. different shows. And, and uh, you know, it, it's, I'll tell you, man, it's probably the best thing that I've ever stepped foot into and, and continue to go on strong there. I, I wanted to jump back real quick through your journey as a husband, as a dad, as an entrepreneur. What do you think is the greatest lesson that you've learned? Um, definitely the the value of time, you know, in my, I would say my first life, you know, I was, I was married and had my first uh, daughter when I was 18 years old. Um, I had three daughters by the time I was 24. And I also was going through a divorce when I was 24. So in that first life, um, you know, not to say that I'm not hustling now, I, I definitely am. I, I love to work. I love deals. I love to, uh, you know, build businesses, but um, it was one of those things where I was always gone. Like I was all, mm -hmm. always gone. You know, I didn't get, I didn't see my three daughters that much because I, I was just in the hustle. And, you know, looking back now, and I have two more young kids now with my wife. Uh, we've been together almost 10 years. And uh, nice. it's, it, it's just different. I, you know, and thank, I, I guess I, can, I don't want to say thankfully necessarily because it sound, sounds kind of bad, but 
in a way, I'm thankful that I did go through that because I got to see, you know, how that worked and how my relationships with my daughters is because, you know, of that. And look, I'm making up for a lot of stuff now with them. Um, and, and I, I think, I hope I'm doing a good job, but it, it's that it's, it's definitely the value of time and, and prioritizing your time and making sure that, look, there could be the most important thing in business, you know, a multi-million dollar deal. But, you know, I've set a hard line where it's like, I, I'm not missing the games. I'm not mm -hmm. missing the, the functions for my kids. Um, hands down, it's more important to me than any amount of money or, or anything else. So important to, to not miss those games and those dates and, and things like that yeah. with your family. And I've been working home, from home since 2015. My kids started homeschool this year and so they've only really known me to work from home and now i get to see him all day long and it's just been that's awesome it's been fun not traveling and i i've always told employers like hey i'm not traveling during baseball season because i coach and yeah. i'm not traveling over baseball or you know anniversaries etc there uh, i mean you've got the money you've got the business you have a great family what is it that drives you to keep going at this point i mean it it's two things because you know i'm not gonna I'm not going to act like I don't, <clears throat> I don't love what I do. I absolutely <laughs> love what I do. I mean, it just drives me. Nobody, you know, I say no alarm clock, no, nothing has to wake me up in the morning. Like I'm excited to wake up and, and go do what I'm blessed to, to be able to do. Um, absolutely. But you know, it's definitely also the legacy, you know, I want to mm. leave a legacy for my children of, you know, of not just money. It's not really about that, but just hard work and, and going after your dreams and, yeah. If if you're willing to put in the work, you can make anything happen. And, you know, I, uh, before, uh, I put my kids, kids to bed every night and it's just like, you know, how do you get good at anything? It's practice and hard work and, yeah. you know, just instilling those things in them so that they know, you know, when it's time for them to start their career or whatever that looks like that, like, there's nothing you can't do. Like there, there's just not like, I, right. I, I don't care what anybody says. There's nothing you can't do. Like I am you know, a, a poor kid from a very small town that had nothing going for him, but to go work at the mines. And I was able to make some stuff happen. And, you know, mm. I'm, I'm very proud of that. And I'm, I'm also very thankful and proud because I see the effect that it does have on, on relationships, you know, from my hometown and people seeing me doing things and that I could just see it changing them. And like, like I knew Rio, like he was an idiot growing up. Like if he could do it, I could do it. And on top of that, my kids and, and my family, you know, my youngest, uh, or my, I would say my first three daughters from my ex, uh, ex-wife, they, you know, they've been through the entire thing. My, my young kids, like all they know is things to be good. But mm -hmm. my, my first, I mean, they, they saw it, they, they went through it with me and they, so now um, and they even sometimes, you know, I'll get a text from him just like, dad, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like, wow. and that means everything. Like there's nothing yeah. more important to me than that. That's everything to me. I love that you said legacy because it's such a, so important. I, and I'm 43. We're about the same age there. And, you know, uh, even for me, like podcasting for me is legacy. Like I wish that I could go back three, four generations and see my grandfather, my great grandfather's face yes. and hear his voice and hear his story. Now I can do that for three, four deep generations deep down the Allen tribe, right? Like yeah. I, they get to hear my voice and things like that. So I love, legacy is so important for me as well. Absolutely. Uh, 
I like to finish the show off with a big uh, music question. I'm a big music fan. So I'd love to ask a question like, what's a favorite band for you or what type of music do you like to listen to? Man, that's tough. I'm, I'm one of those guys that I listen to everything. Like okay. I could yeah. be uh, at the gym. I could be anywhere from the Beach Boys to Metallica to country. Like I listen to, to everything. Like, but I don't even, I'll be honest. I don't even know what it's called. Like EDM or something like that. I think it is like, oh, sure. you know, yeah. the kind of basic, like I'm everywhere, you know, it's yeah, just yeah. kind of what I'm feeling <laughs> that day. But um, honestly, I, if I was to pick out one thing, I would definitely say it's country. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I used to work for universal records back in my early twenties and it was straight metalhead at that time. Corn, Rob Zombie, Rage Against the Machine, all those guys. And they said, you know, if you work here, you have to listen to other types of music. So it kind of right. opened my eyes to other country and hip hop and all that stuff back in the day. So, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm kind of all over the place. Like, like you as well, man, yeah. real. I love your story, man. <laughs> Thanks for being transparent, dude. And I love what you got going on and talking about legacy and working with John. I'm excited about what you guys got coming up, man. Thank you so much for taking time, dude. You're an absolute world changer, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. I hope that my guest was able to bring you some amazing wisdom and knowledge to help you continue to fight for your goals, your dreams, and your purpose. If you could do me one big favor and just hit that subscribe button, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Keep changing the world. I believe in you. Have an amazing day.